Hello and welcome to the Identity Podcast brought to you by Find Your ID NYC. We are live here on Facebook at Find Your ID NYC's Facebook page. You can go ahead and like us if you don't already right here on Facebook. And you can like us on Instagram at Find Your ID NYC. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page at The X Shows. We have a very exciting show for you here today. Very, very grateful for it and very ready to talk about all things to do with astrology, to do with emotional and physical wellness, just everything. I'm very, very eager for that. But once again, I am your co-host, Caleb, along with my fellow co-host that is uh, just amazing, Tyreek. And uh, this is the Identity (laughs) Podcast right here. You can find the Identity Identity Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. Um, We are now on iHeartRadio. We are on Pandora. We're about to be on Amazon. We're on about to be on Apple Podcasts. Been working hard at that. Very exciting stuff there, but let's go ahead and introduce our special guest. This is Seeing the Signs with our special guest, Serenity Time. Hey, everyone. How are you? What's up? I'm like, bored. <laughs> so, <laughs> I continue. <laughs> Do I have the full introduction of myself? Okay, cool. So what's up, everybody? Huh? No, I would say what brings you here. What brings us oh, to the um, <laughs> It was very interesting. So I go by Luna Love now, and I chose that name from everything that I love is about the moon. Like I love astrology, and especially how astrology astrology correlates to the mind, body, and the soul, the evolution of the soul. There's so many different levels and parallels of life. And it's just like, okay, what's going to make me happy? What's going to make me okay with being in this physical suit that everybody talks about as a body? And so I dedicated my life's work to doing exactly that, making us feel comfortable in this in this shell. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's kind that's of what cool. we talk about every day, right? Uh, uh, identity <laughs> is, well, not every day, but every time you guys hear us, it seems like every day, right? <laughs> but yeah, to all you people out there, and I do mean you people. No, I'm joking. Um, everyone that is definitely interested in this podcast, we appreciate you guys so much for making it mm-hmm. to episode 11 for sure. And um, I think a lot of us can connect to what she's talking about. Um, you spoke about the shell. Like, what do you mean by that in particular? Like, because I think a lot of times we trap ourselves in our own identities. Um, and to, to kind of like piggyback a little bit into where we're going with the astrology, like some people get a little dogmatic about their charts and some people don't listen to them at all. So at what part do we kind of get to, the, you know, what what is the true identity? What is the shell? What is the spirit within the shell? You know, I'm curious. Ooh, what do you think I of like that? that? I like that. Uh, what is the shell? The shell is the physical body. The show is this reality that we are in. Um, and so what what else did you say? The, the soul. The soul is on the inside, right? Um, so that's, that's, that's the part of us that's going to make us happy in this life. Um, because a part of being in this, in this physical world, in this physical body, a lot of times um, it can be hard to grasp. Like, oh, I got to pay bills. I got to go to work every day. I got to do things that I don't want to do. Um, where we have like this very rebellious state of who we are and it's okay to be who we are, but how does that mend in with the world, right? Right. So, um, yeah, that that will be like the difference. Like the shell is the physical body, um, especially okay. right now with Saturn. So Saturn is a very structured 
uh, fatherly, patriarchal, like in the box type of uh, planet. So when we get into retrograde, everybody had to, even like Pisces. So Pisces is at the the heighten of the spiritual intellect, um, but it can be very delusional because it's ruled by, by by Neptune, but which is another water sign. Um, so being very delusional is very it's, it's easy to get caught up in uh, the dream state or the idea of what we want to be and who we are. But it's just like Saturn's like, nope, mm-mm. you still got to go to work. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, you want the star? Oh, you want to be, you know, this genie? You got to go make the money to create the genie, right? Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. You know, um, um, Saturn is what they say, like the prison planet or something like that as well. Or like, it's like. Oh, the prison planet. Yeah, they call it a lot of different stuff, but without that discipline, like where would we be? You know, I, I was actually just like joking about how um, organized Caleb is earlier, and I think that it's it's just interesting. Like it, like everything has to come together for a reason, you know. And I, I definitely see that Saturn becoming more apparent in my life for sure, um, as far as discipline is concerned. But um, I'm curious about like maybe how do you define yourself and like what brought you to this journey? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. I, was, I was actually writing about this earlier. I came to New York to experience that part of myself, that physical part of myself. Um, I'm like, I find your ID NYC. I was telling a friend a few months ago, um, even I think when sometime last year, and I was just like, I'm don't. I no longer want to use astrology to define who I am. I just want to be myself. Um, so. Give me the question again. <laughs> rising and Pisces here. It's totally free-flowing. I mean, to, to in so many words, we just want to know what is your idea of identity and like what, you know, that means to you, you know, how have you been bringing this new identity? Because you just mentioned some stuff um to the world and what that means that's really all we're, we're curious about that for sure. uh, yeah so identity uh for me is like who i show up as who i who i aspire to be is what it, it was before um and it's like going after all these things and i was pulling in all this knowledge to figure out who i was and i knew every time i got to a point of who am i that i was like oh my god is this an identity crisis i was i was pulling off another layer of the shell. So um, essentially now being in this space of, I know who I am, which goes back to the Saturn, Saturn return. After like when Saturn return conjuncts your natal Saturn, um, you're officially breaking the parental mode. And so the parental mode, even even if you didn't grow up with your parents, whoever raised you or whatever you kind of clung to as, what you made it through life with is all falling away. So now we know everything is so it's at like, uh, so 20, 29 and a half. So it's really like from 30 to 36, uh, the parental mode is breaking. Mm-hmm. And so you've learned everything that you want to learn from your physical um, in this life, like from your physical body, how you want to treat yourself from your emotional state, how you want to be treated um, and how you want to show up in the world. So that could be your, your job. Um, how you are with your family and friends. And in this state for me, and it's just like, oh, I'm finally okay with every aspect of myself, which is uh, Luna Love. 
Um, right. Okay. Yeah, that's, so. that's some confidence right there, man. I mean, <laughs> everyone we have on this show really just shows what that means for sure. And it's so funny, like everyone's been completely different. So that's what I love. And so exactly. definitely share your stories. Um, anyone in the comments and stuff like that. But yeah, that's 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 um so you've done some traveling, you've done you've seen you've seen a lot of different things and you've you've done a lot of traveling, right? Yeah. A that's how that helped along your journey and does that have anything to do with the stars or like what what inspires this and and why astrology <laughs> like of all things well you said you didn't want to be defined by astrology which is pretty funny but um yeah right but i still uh, i still I, in, in no matter what even yesterday i'm just like going back and forth it's like should i do this thing should i hang out with this person should i do like because it's like i really wanted to and i just i was just like you can figure this out on your own you don't need it <laughs> right right so you said the, what's the what's the Saturn um, intervals again in people's lives? Like you said that there's oh, it, it returns Saturn? every yeah how many every every twenty nine so and a half years right? Wow. Yeah, okay. So if you're lucky, you're awesome. lucky when you do Saturn returns. Right. Which I don't think right. That's really lucky because it can be kind of tumultuous. But I've noticed especially this year. Um, with the pandemic, with the given pandemic, like people mm -hmm. uh, have transitioned to back to the ethers um, mm -hmm. because of this this Saturn return, and it's been so strong. But okay. I I into technology and Mercury and a bunch of stuff like that. But mm -hmm. um, so yeah, every twenty nine and a half years. But then when you have Saturn conjunct Saturn uh, return, then that's another layer. So every seven years. Um, you get another Saturn experience or Saturnian experience. That's dope. So as you kind of like like worked your way on um, out, basically defining yourself, how did you get to the point of saying that you could help others? Or you know, like when do you where do you get the clients? You know, that I guess some of our entrepreneurs out there. Sometimes we're talking to people that want to be just like you, um, let alone people that may actually end up using your services. But um, I'm just curious, like what when did it start clicking for you really like I'm healing myself and now I can be now a healer? I've I noticed that it's usually a transition for a lot of people. So um, I think that transition came from me. So to piggyback off of the last um, question. So Rahu and K2, every, every astrological sign and every planet correlates to a particular part of the body, except <laughs> for the North and South node, which is Rahu and K2 and Vedic astrology. And I'll get to that part like later because there's a difference between the two. But in in um, Rahu and K2, the the lunar nodes doesn't affect the physical part of the body. It affects the mind, the mental part. So when the lunar nodes shift, we have a shift in our emotional state, in our our minds to our emotional state. So a lot of uh, mental health is really popular right now because of the lunar shift because it's going from a very to various um, Taurus. <laughs> so you, it went from uh, Gemini and Sagittarius, which is that fire air, to Taurus and Scorpio, which is more mm -hmm. feeling, it's more sens sens sensational. And yeah. people don't like to feel are like, right. like oh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, even, even to the, like, the last podcast that I saw you guys, I think it was last week, with the empathy, like being empathic, like empathy, as depending on where your, um, like especially where your Venus is, where your Moon is. If you're in a, 
if it's like in Merc, uh, in Gemini or something else that rule, or even Virgo, because Virgo rules the in, uh, the stomach and the how we receive information. So it's almost like this clear sentience, this clear audience um, type mm-hmm. of thing. If you're picking up energy that way. Um, it can be extremely intense. So for me, my Venus is in um, in Gemini. So the way I love, I receive loving information for the people that are around me. It's like, oh, I know what you need to be loved. But mm-hmm. at the same time, because it's in my heart space, the moon, the lunar part, my moon, which is Leo, extremely sensitive. Um, it affected my physical body. So it goes into, so me knowing that I'm going through this thing uh, and we are this huge collective body, um, just like the earth, just like we have cellular uh, atoms in the in the physical body. It's the same thing uh, as we are the, this human collective. So I'm like, okay, I'm not the only person going through this. There has to be several other people, um, even if the people who I immediately contact with don't experience it and they think that I'm crazy or I'm strange. And it's like, nah, that's okay. Um, because once I begin to share my story, that is how I got a lot of uh, clientele. And it's just like, oh, thank you so much. I have people even now that I've calmed down because of the pandemic, um, answer the question or, you know, reach out to me and say, hey, where have you been? Um, please continue to do your videos because they're very helpful. And I'm just like, I'm taking a break. <laughs> I need for me. I appreciate you though. Thank you for the encouragement. So, but yeah, I think I answered both questions. Yeah, that's, that's super dope. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious like how people even get started. So, did you do your own videos as well, or like how did you start doing the marketing, or have you been able to kind of um, create this this world from you know I, I don't know just manifesting or like how how does it get how do you it get the magic started. working? <laughs> right. How do I get the magic working? It definitely yeah. started from um, a place of of need. I knew that I wanted, I had like, so my Mars is in Sagittarius. So I knew mm-hmm. that I wanted to help other people. And I knew that I could monetize that because that's the, the tourist part of me. Um, but also I wanted to do it in a way. So I started, you know, following other people who were also doing the same, or not the same thing, but they were getting their message out there. So I learned marketing from a lot of um, people on Periscope and they were sharing their journey and I paid for a couple of sessions. And so through that, it was just like, okay, I know what to say. I know how to say it. I know how to do do my pitch. But that also brings me to something else because um, another reason why I put a a hard pause, more like a hard stop, is because I watched this. I don't know if you, is it okay if I bring up like a Netflix title? Sure, definitely, yeah. So Netflix has this uh, show, I think it's called um, The Social Experiment. Oh, there's social something. Oh, oh the social dilemma? Dilemma, yeah. yeah. I brought it up, yeah. right? We've been talking about that, yeah. We've been talking about it heavy. Yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, please do talk about it more. And it's, sure. it's like this, it's, it's, it's the same thing. And it's just like, so having that marketing knowledge, but also having this astrological knowledge of how to um, mm-hmm. people to pay attention so that I can help them. It's just like, wow, this is extremely invasive, you know? Um, because 
it's reprogramming. It goes very deep into the brainstem, into the, the limbic system. So it also, I think, perpetuates in a sense um, mental health issues. Because what are people doing? They're comparing themselves on social media and they're like, oh my God, this vague picture got um, <laughs> a thousand likes, but this picture of actually what I'm doing right now only got like 200. So now they're like going from even with the filter. Right. And it's just like, this right. is not you know, I'm putting on this mask. Right. right. I happen to be the dilemma with the mask from the pandemic. Um, and I find it really interesting that because we have to put on the mask for the pandemic and with mm -hmm. the retrograde. So the, the cycle that Mercury retrograde has gone through within the last two years has really made us more vulnerable in a sense, but also demand vulnerability from the people that we are around okay. and so it's like this, this that's how i get clientele um to, to answer the question but it's also another reason why i'm just like okay let me pause so that i can make sure that i reach the right people in a very heart-centered space right right that's awesome uh definitely we have a lot more people interested <laughs> yeah i think we have a comment as well we but do. i um I think that's super, super amazing that you, you don't, you know, don't do it for money. You don't do it for the marketing schemes. You don't do it for those things. Actually mm -hmm. like a health thing, you know, and I think what you're trying to do to help people, whether it be mentally or, or spiritually is definitely a help, you know, and I think that something you described, yeah, that vulnerability is a lack of identity, I think, you know, not to be so punny about it over, over and over again, but. <laughs> very easy to lose sight of who you are i know right we need a little symbol um but um it's it's just it gets to a point where like you, you're not actually like allowing yourself to listen to what either the stars are telling you or your true intuition and yeah. you're comparing yourself to some object that is honestly not even really existing as well so yeah the social dilemma i actually re i i watched that I do highly recommend a lot of people watch that because it's it's huge for what we're going through and the millennial stuff that we're dealing with on a daily basis. As a collective, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's completely programmed. It's a completely programmed experience that we've been well, not Caleb because Caleb, Caleb has not had an Instagram, so he's saved. He's actually been part of Zion. Uh, for a plug. Just <laughs> recently, plug I got one. <laughs> he plugged himself in to the Matrix. I, I don't know what I don't know what he's going through right now. <laughs> But yeah, man, and I, and I, think, I think we're getting to a point where we can start to feel more. And I, and especially yeah. um, um, what I've been realizing as far as the psychoactive aspects of that with males. And, you know, for a long time, it was like getting in touch with your feminine side, which I do think that there is something to that. But what's more masculine than crying? You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing particularly crazy about it. I mean, We've had some gender um, bending conversations in our last episodes, but it's kind of transitioned right into, well, you got some stuff? You got some stuff to say? Okay. Yeah. So the cool part about that is Uranus and Taurus, right? So Uranus is like this big um, rebellious sign because it rules technically Aquarius. And so Aquarius, I don't know if you know any Aquarius, but they're very rebellious, right? But they're also humanitarian. So it's just like all these old structures um, so it's like this Uranus conjunct uh, Saturn. And so with Uranus being in the sign of Taurus, it is changing the gender roles or the idea 
of gender norms. And so you have, I was looking at this uh, picture of uh, the Way family. So you got Gabrielle in like masculine clothes. And <clears throat> even though Way was still in uh, very fitting clothes for a, a man, um, they're more fitted, form fitted. And they're like, I was like, somebody on my Facebook page was like ringing them. I'm like, no, you should embrace this. Like, why mm -hmm. is there but because Uranus is in Taurus and Taurus rules the senses, um, also with Chiron. So Chiron is known as like a, a, a healer. He was a he was a very wise person. And so because of his wisdom, he got to uh, elevate into the stars. So they made him immortal. The long story short, they call him the wounded healer. But he also rules the higher heart, which is the thyroid. And our thyroid is our immunity. And so what what makes us more? Uh, immune to the outside world is our support system. And so having support of not only your self-acceptance, because Chiron is an Aries, Aries mm -hmm. is the sign of the self, right? And how we choose to be seen um, and right. how we right. to feel. And so it's breaking up a lot of physical heart issues, but also a lot of emotional heart issues. So Uranus being a Taurus is an exact complement um, to Chiron and Aries and how we are really bending, but more so accepting different gender norms. So going into the masculine femininity <laughs> and vice versa, um, the assertive uh, femininity, right? That's For me. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. We, we, we got some comments here. So Caleb, if we you do. want to shoot them off. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, we have a few comments, but that that's fascinating, honestly. That was amazing, I, I was yeah. Really, really I was enjoying like, listening to that. I wonder if people are getting everything because you're like like telling like i know all the planets and the houses and stuff so i don't know <laughs> viewers please comment if you want to know exactly what's going on you um, really but we, we have a we have a we have a question so let's do it yeah we have a few uh first here is kaylee and she said have you found it's easy to read someone then think later on when you learn their chart oh that makes sense on why they're like that interesting oh yeah uh so for me in particular yes definitely um, it's just like, man, you are so one, two, three. So I'll, I'll give a little example. Like when I first met um, Tariq, I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he seems very like uh, chill, meek, but he was like his, 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 uh, his rising, right? How you present yourself in the world was, he's very approachable. And then I got like kind of like the standoffish vibe and I was like, oh, oh my God, did I do something wrong? But to find that he has a Scorpio moon, I was like, oh, okay, that makes complete <laughs> <laughs> Scorpio moon is like, oh, you didn't do anything wrong, but you might. You just <laughs> might. I got to be protecting myself. All right, guys, I'm putting this light right now. That is a fair assessment. My ascendance in Pisces, everybody, whatever that means. No, I do. I know exactly what it means, but you guys look it up. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so approachable. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, what's what's your trying? What's your well? We have more questions. Go. I'm sorry. We'll get to, we'll get to that in a second. We have to, yeah. More, so we have next? we have a few. Um, someone said the amazing Luna Love, and well, we have uh, a comment on the it's the Matrix. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so but that. <laughs> Amani says, "How do you feel about us being in the age of Aquarius era, and what do you ad advise people to do more of during this time?" Create. Mm. Create. The age of Aquarius, just like I was talking about uh, with Uranus being one of the ruling planets, one of the ruling planets of mm -hmm. Aquarius is 
Um, they're very rebellious. They're, I'm like, you can even see it. Uh, like, so the typical for me is like Afropunk. So I came to New York City the very first time and I went to Afropunk and it was like this amazing, uh, I'm, the visual of an acid trip. <laughs> real life. And I was just like, this is amazing. I am like, people are everywhere, like little people walking around with steampunk outfits, very vivid colors. Um, but it also, those colors, those vibrations, they, they activate the mind, they activate the body. So I would definitely advise people right now to do more things that bring you joy. If it's going to make you happy, come to your insight, do it. No holds barred. Awesome. No that's it's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I think you can find in a lot of different places. You can find these different um, ways to create, and I I agree. I think right now the best thing that you can do is create because of um, the age that we're in right now, this era, but also because of everything going on, I think is a great way to create as well, to kind of tie it into both ways. I, I'm always, I've always got to create that fork in the road. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um but we have, uh, I think we're good on, on. Yeah, I think we are. We are. I was going to yeah. say, um, so you oh, did, yeah. your, you did. Yeah. Someone said hashtag team Scorpio. <laughs> so that Scorpio moon, super standoffish, right? That's so funny. Um, you know who else is Scorpio moon? Snoop Dogg, really? uh, Will oh, Smith. These are all very sense. extroverted people. They're both Libra yeah. Scorpios, by the way. So let me um, point out. Let me point out the 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 different the similarities because it's really cool um, that even in astrology can give you certain like uh, facial features. So if you go like, I wish I could do a side by side with you and Snoop Dogg, and it's just like Snoop <laughs> Dogg looks like the whole like uh, the Doberman Pinscher. <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about Will Smith? He's also a Libra Scorpio. But the, the facial features, I didn't hear you say Will Smith, but it's the same thing. Like it's a very uh, masculine face, a very chiseled face. The nose is like everything is very proportioned because Libra is also very proportioned. But if you think about like uh, even if you watched the the um, when they were talking about on the red table talk and he was on there and just how he was trying to keep his emotions in check and it's just like his facial features are very similar to yours and it's just like uh, that's, a, that's a very classic Scorpio that's movie. That's a very <laughs> very classic Scorpio movie, yeah. <laughs> that's a fact what's your what's your three uh caleb maybe some we can get some people to see if they know their sun moon i was actually looking up celebrities with the same oh, <laughs> as enough, me yeah um, i just did that earlier today yeah because I, I knew like uh, other virgos and everything but i didn't actually know um any like me but no so i am actually uh a virgo and a aries rising and aquarius moon is, is what i am um so i'm yeah, i'm a little bit of of everything you know all, all the good worlds into one. all the good stuff uh, <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> it's uh it definitely makes sense that's uh when i first found that out um i told i told a friend of mine and he was just like dude that makes so much sense <laughs> what <laughs> I mean, some people are like People are like, what is this, you know, new age mumbo jumbo? And and mm -hmm. I don't know where, where your parents' backgrounds come from. 
So I guess that that could be kind of the next segment that we kind of talk about. Yeah, like, definitely. How much this part of your spirituality or, you know, these tools, because that's what I really see them as, um, how much this has had slack to, you know, either your peers or people outside of your immediate circle that kind of agree with these type of things. Because I know some people say that our show is very agreeable, but I guess to, to show the conflict of it, it's like, you know, um, how have you seen some backlash or some, some people like really freak out from anything you've said? Um, it kind of goes to the other question where she said like, a bit of your, your clairvoyance picks up, but then the, the astrology is more like the, the fact sheet that comes in. It's like, I already read all of what you were doing, but here's this, you know, sheet for you to work on pretty much, you know. Exactly. Well, it's so funny too that he says that he has a, a Aries rising. I'm just like, like I got fire instantly from you. I'm like, he has a fireplace no somewhere. Way. The so red funny. hair too. <laughs> that works, right? It works for him. I, I wonder, yep. it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I always thought it was so interesting when people use um, astrology to compare physical features, but I have mm-hmm. noticed some very, very interesting things. Like, wouldn't your ascendant be your um, your mask or so at that point? It can be a mask. Um, it's not always a mask, but at the same time, it's just like, it's what people see when they first meet you. So it can be their projection of, in my personal opinion, their projection mm. of what they do. It's just like, I oh, see. there's fire there. Like, so I can see right. this as coffee or see something as like fiery, the sun, I want to go to it, you know? But also again, like having a, a Pisces rising, um, being, it's also another very elusive type of uh, energy, so they're like, "What? What? What is this? There's, you're so welcoming. It's really no, mm, I'm, mm, mm, no. The tourist in me is just like, stop. <laughs> 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 you know, so, did you find? Did you find any celebrities that was similar to you? Um, they live or no? Yeah, I found a few. Um, Nobody. As you far know, as right? my, <laughs> say that again. I said no one you know probably. <laughs> not personally, no. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a few that have Virgo and as their sun, and then Aquarius as their moon. Um, there's a few interesting ones. Bill Murray is one. Um, oh. I found out that uh, Liam Payne, the guy from One Direction, and then um, I found out John McCain is one. Oh wow! That's yeah, so McCain. those were the three big names that. Yeah, that, that stuck out to me. I was like, okay. I, a, totally all right, I agree with these guys. <laughs> I agree with these guys. These guys seem cool. I don't know about the One Direction dude. If it was like Harry Styles, then maybe, you know? But Right. He's, just like, he's one of the directions. He might the be. One direction. But, but uh, he's not the one, you know? He's not the One Direction. Right? <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop. Yeah. Someone's got to kick me. No, out. we get, we got to um, keep it. We got to keep the comedy going. Then. But um, we do we do have a just a quick fun comment. Um, uh, create to escape. Um, that was great. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good tagline. We can definitely that. jump back in. We and can yes, definitely jump back in. And Malcolm says yes. Beyonce is a Virgo. Oh, fun fact. Fun, fun fact. Um, Beyonce and I actually <laughs> share the same. Oh, oh yeah, did, did anyone hear that? Yeah, real Beyonce. Right here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that's funny because uh, I believe Malcolm is actually a Virgo. So really, yeah. say it again. Lots of no, I was saying the person that comments is also a Virgo. So you guys have got your Virgo pride. <laughs> Beyonce yeah, yeah. is a Virgo. Michael Jackson's a Virgo. Yep. So, is that you know was a Virgo rather? Um, yeah, man. So it's good to know <laughs> certain things. I feel like. <laughs> 
but um but yeah i think just going back to kind of what um uh, forgive me if i say his name wrong kill for me kill for me he found me sorry guys. um um create to escape and i do think that a lot of what we've been describing during this age of aquarius and just everything kind of like figuring out who we are and how we can fit into this whole puzzle is going to help us escape from this prison you know yeah. um and there's multiple prisons you multiple you spoke about a couple different ones you spoke about mm -hmm. these emotional prisons that we tend to put ourselves in um especially men because i feel like that's a big subject that we really haven't tackled crazy and we are oh, well. both hetero men so this is something that i'm sure makes a lot of sense and some things that we don't see i am very proud to say that we've had more women on our podcast <laughs> than i've we ever actually we've but only had one one man actually on the show one man actually physically on the show yeah mm -hmm. identify it as man i guess yeah. right were you, were you that one guy was I that man? Oh, that's I mean, no. <laughs> we have Harry met, we is the show. What are you talking? About? Oh boy, I'm yeah, I'm the identity. I am identity. <laughs> Identify yourself. No, uh, uh, we've never done that before. I, sh I could be more abrasive, 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 abrasive when we first start out. So instead of saying like, "Hey, who are you?" and just like, "Identify yourself. What's your status?" <laughs> What's your professional thing? What's your thing? No, I have a great idea but, for that. <laughs> fair enough, but um, I um, I'm I'm very curious about like um, how you've kind of used it over time. How have you used astrology over time? So, I, I guess we can do a little bit of just facts with people. So, I I don't know if anyone's familiar with the different house systems or or the planets that rule them. Um, we can go into some of those things as well different seasonal signs as well and maybe a bit of your astrological astrological forecast of the election <laughs> we, any one of these so funny. I was like, I'm like, from the hat that this or no? Up, yeah. um, right. well, please do please do actually this is great this is a great warm-up to talk about the the forecast for the the election and everything because next week is actually our election episode so mm -hmm. um we can we can definitely get into that uh, a little bit later but whatever you'd like to talk about now yeah by all means um we can uh, we can talk about the houses anything like that so it's okay so it's really interesting for those of you who don't know uh, the big three placements are your sun moon and rising um and i like to include the venus and your uh mars because it's how you interact with people on a deeper level in a sense of like how are you going to work together co-workers uh friends um lovers even and so to tie the lovers into Mercury or retrograde. <laughs> uh, so typically, <laughs> uh, typically Mercury retrograde, you don't do anything. So the fact that the Mercury retrograde is happening during voting season when you have to technically mm. sign a contract, right? It's just like your vote is the contract. There's a lot of... Um, especially being influenced by social media, influenced by your emotions, influenced by everything that's happened these last four years. And Mercury is going to go direct on the day of the election. So wow. every okay. time it's going to be completely, I think, in utter surprise, like 
there's especially again with Uranus and Taurus and um, the other planets, the big three planets have gone. So that's Saturn. Um, Saturn. Uh, I got excited. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> so the big three planets have gone direct because they ha have spent most of the year um, retrograde, which is basically, it looks like it's going backwards, but it's amplified energy. So it's a lot of pressure on people. So anytime there's a lot of pressure, it's pushing buttons and it makes you show your truth. Mm. <laughs> so the fact that everybody has been kind of um, very vocal, again, as Mercury is rules communication and technology. Right. So how technology is being used to be a voice, but also kind of help mm. shift or um, maneuver people in their points of view, it, it, it's going to be very surprising, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> like, I have no clue. Um, all I can say is that Mercury is going direct on uh, Election Day. So I'm really ex like excited because like, looking at some Vedic forecasts, and because there's a difference between um, Vedic system is 23 degrees off of, um, of 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 the Western, so it has it has way more in depth. But even looking into that side of it, because I'm still technically getting my feet wet in it, and there's people who've been doing it for years and they're amazing at uh, Vedic astrology. Can actually typically predict the people that I have watching have been watching. They're like, no, um, my hands are off of it too. Wow. <laughs> floored right immediately uh yeah astrology i actually really enjoy that so that means that basically i would be like a sign ahead or something like that i would oh, yeah. be like instead of a libra i'd be a scorpio basically in vedic astrology or is it so, more backwards you would be a true libra in vedic astrology oh i see okay. yes i see so, okay, look, uh what day is your birthday September 4th. 4th. Oh, yeah, Beyonce's birthday. So, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be, it would be this, the sign up before. Yeah. Okay. So, I forgot which one that is. Leo. That? Leo, right. Yep. There goes your fire again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, um, I, I was a perfect example. <laughs> I was perfect of it. Yeah. That's right. Back to, Sorry, um, yeah. not to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go. Um, oh. So each, each element, each sign is attributed, uh, is assigned um, a way of thinking and then also an element. So with each element, it adds to the temperament of the emotional person. So like, you know, even though he has this, oh, this is also really cool because I've been kind of teetering with this idea of um, because Western astrology is newer, it's more feminine, and the Vedic astrology has more uh, masculine energy because it's, it's older and it has more structure. And so mm -hmm. the Western astrology balancing out the Vedic astrology, balancing out the feminine and the masculine aspect of ourselves, of our personality. So being that he is a Virgo, an earth sign in uh, Western astrology, but being a Leo or a fire sign in uh, Vedic astrology. So it's kind of like this, uh, this dull fire, right? You just can't put it out. Like it's always mm -hmm. there. It's always there, like no matter what. So I tied those right. that 
that idea, that notion to how I started working with, with my clients, which is cool. That's dope. That is that's super cool. dope. Type of insight of into who they are. And it's just like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's super awesome. Um, so you said you got a chance. Yeah, it's like it's. I'm sure you could go in depth. I was curious to see. Um, so you said you did get a chance to listen to the the podcast before this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your What was your thoughts about attachments as well as and how that connects to astrology? I actually asked her, but she didn't bring in that like astrology part. She was like, "We'll save that for the next episode." So <laughs> I was curious if you had like while you were watching it, did you have anything? you were thinking about um you did mention your venus and i actually have been looking at that recently as well um my venus is also in libra so Mm -hmm. i've been kind of been feeling like um what is it like companionship and compromise like i mean each thing has their own their whole set but yeah that that, the v yeah it's layers it's layers so if you have your uh all you people listening out there (laughs) uh if you have your date of birth and your time I highly suggest you look it up so you can take a look at some of those more nuancey things about yourself. Um, I know a lot of people that have been turned off from astrology because they're like, I'm not my true sun sign. So I don't know what you're talking about. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of weird in between signs, like, you know, some sort of Gemini who's already mixy as a sun sign is just like, well, I'm not, I don't see myself as these things, you know? So I, I, it took me a while to really, take that extra layer to be like, okay, so there's a moon sign here and it's totally different than the way I present myself to people and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So I'm learning how to um, use it to map my career too, you know, as a tool. Yes, beautiful sure. to map your career. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. So, it's so beautiful for that. Um, Cause typically people are looking at like their 10th house to um, be like, oh, this is what my career should be. And it's just like, mm, you should really be looking at uh, like your 12th house and it's because that, that shows how you make your debut into the world, right? So it's just like you can do these things, but you when you make your debut is when you get your, um, when you feel in alignment, when you feel saucy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To, to rewind a little bit, what was the question again? So you, oh, the last episode in attachment? Yes, that's just, yeah. I was I was just curious what your thoughts were on some of the parts of the last uh, episode in terms of astrology and like signs and stuff. This goes back to one Jupiter because I was uh, when I watched the episode, I was like, "This is right on point. This is what I was <laughs> right. talking about." Yes. All right. All right. So it goes back to Aries. So Mars being an Aries, which is um, a very fast-paced, uh, dominant, masculine sign or um, uh, planet, but it's fiery, right? So Mars being in its ruling or Aries is Aries ruling planet is Mars. So Aries is, again, all about the self. So wherever you have an Aries placement and wherever you have um, a Mars placement, it directly affects how you attach to other people or how you attach from other people. Because once you become offended and it and it kind of opens up that child wound, which goes back into Chiron uh, being in Aries as well, and it's just like it's digging into all these child wounds and it's just like okay i have experienced this enough i know what's too much for me and i know what's enough and i know how now especially with the transit of mercury going through these very uncomfortable water signs uh Mm. it's not (laughs) comfortable in water uh feeling being emotional 
it, it really is just like, okay, I have to uh, detach from the things that no longer feel good. And I have to be honest with myself because Aries rules from the top of the head to, to the brain. So mm-hmm. it goes into the frontal lobe and uh, also people who are empathetic, how they pull in information from their left side or their maternal side, which also ties into trigeminal uh, neuralgia, or if you have any other uh, idiopathic diseases, and an idiopathic disease is just something that mainstream Western society hasn't given a, they don't know what causes it. So I have been looking into and doing like some very intricate work on how uh, in specifically to detachment, attachment, codependency, the suppression of like, even if you're, when you're having a conversation, they're just like, man, I've been talking to you for 30 minutes. I'm ready to go. Like that also plays into that, um, that and how you want to release. So that's a suppression of expression. And it's also not creating a healthy boundary for yourself, which goes back to Saturn and Uranus Mm -hmm. and breaking up that, all of that. So there's Mm -hmm. very, there's many different levels and layers to it and to pull it to pull apart the facets of how you see yourself and what you now hold to be comfortable. And I'm like, hopefully, I mean, that was a lot. <laughs> so, no, I, <laughs> so sorry. I got, yeah, I got, it, I got it, it. a lot. And uh, astrology can get very detailed. But this is why I book sessions with my clients. And it's just like, let's see how it's going to look for you in particular. Um, I'm like, I wish I had more information <laughs> like like Caleb. But that was the first thing I thought about. But um, even to go back to the uh, Me Too movement and women, when it first happened, they suppressed their expression. And it's just like, do I have a choice? I have a choice. I don't have a choice. I do have a choice. And Saturn, and it's really interesting because I'm, I'm uh, what even though Western astrology, I previously said it's a it's a feminine because it's newer from I was taking it from the that idea of uh, the Bible. You take something from one thing and it becomes feminine, but to reverse it, the how America was built was very patriarchal. And so it took away a lot of feminine energy, which made it uh, free flowing. So to have this, um, shoot, I lost my thought, my my Pisces came in because I was like, okay, let me tie this in because I need to explain it. But, because I'm like, people are going to be like, wait, you reneged. I'm like, you got to (laughs) Right, right. So, again, there's that patriarchal energy right there. So, the, the Me Too movement. So it's just like suppressing the expression of yourself and the foundation of we have to do X to get to Z and right. we are Y in between. So the Y splits and it's just like I have to compromise with who I am in order to get to this get to this Z destination point. So uh, America being a very um, destination oriented or destination driven uh, so for the person in the mind, it's just like goes back to attachment and codependency. And it's like, I have to do these things. I have to uh, read. I have to repress my boundaries in order to get to this next layer. And it's just like, no, uh, 
now with, again, with Chiron, with Mars, uh, both being in the sign of Aries of the self, and then you have Mercury being, allowing us to feel and be okay with who we are and what we are feeling in our individual bodies, um, really going forward and saying, you know what, this is, this is my boundary. I'm now creating this boundary. I don't care what I did in the past. This is the new me. Right. That's awesome. I, uh, I think, um, I think that's kind of the first time we've actually heard someone explain um, their identity with their limitations. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of guests that I've gotten on have kind of explained about breaking their own barriers and breaking past other people's barriers, even international barriers as far as traveling. Um, but it's the first time that you kind of use it in a sense of, you know, defining a new norm. Um, yeah. And that's some that's these are some words that we don't like to hear. You know, these terms that we don't like to hear so much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but it is but a, to, definitely a new norm. Yeah, go ahead, go. No, but to yeah. add to that, um, yeah. I think it's great though because it's showing all the different ways we can we can view identity, yeah. uh, identity yeah. as a concept, identity as a as a word, as a term, as its definition, mm -hmm. identity as simply ourselves, as others around us. I mean, we right. can we are we are looking at this identity. And we are seeing it in so many different realms, so many different forms. And throughout the show, we've been able to discover identity in different ways. And yet now, and, and I, I love this. I love that you're using identity in kind of a, a limited way, in a limitations format, because it's allowing us to then think about that for ourselves as well. I've been sitting here and I've been thinking, hmm, okay, now how can I relate this to myself? Because this is, and this is what I love about the show is that we're able to sit here and listen to you and we're right. able to, we're able to then think, okay, so this is how they identify themselves or this is how they look at identity. Now I'm going to take a part of that lens and mm -hmm. add it to my already precursor lens, lens that I've already developed. And now here with the concept of the show already, like the concept of the show, the, the topic of this week's show, this episode, and then what you are doing right now is having me go, wow, <laughs> <laughs> like identity. It's okay. like the acid trip again, but there we're on go. the screen and it's crazy. <laughs> Seeing the signs, right? Seeing the oh, signs for sure. For it's sure. true. Yeah, a, it's identity there's... upon identity upon identity. Yeah, exactly. So, and I, I, I guess I, I, I got a little crazy with the idea of limitations, but this idea of boundaries is something I'm learning very deeply, man. Yeah. And like, I, I really appreciate you, Serenity, for saying that. Um, or Luna, I don't know what term you go by right now, but I, I don't know if you're in astrology terms. Like, you know. Okay, okay, but I um. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's super super amazing, man. And I, I do feel like it's just layers upon layers. Like, think about it. Uh, the guy said, "Create to escape." The irony of this whole beginning of this podcast is like, you know, just like this thing. Like, we had to create something, and yep. lo and behold, here we are in the future. You know, doing this thing right before the election. So Episode we're, you know, we gotta <laughs> gotta project, gotta gotta manifest. So I I had seen my own limitations and I'd seen my boundaries as being things that I was used to and I was comforted in. And I just realized that we don't, we can't find comfort in these things anymore. I think Caleb spoke about like being super extroverted, but then not being like that so much as well. Oh, I don't know yeah. if that was what we were talking about earlier, but yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And, and this, there is a new, there's a new norm. There's a, there's a new version of us and you almost have to let go of what that identity is, you know? And yep. I think that is part of it, you know, 
to create these new boundaries. You know, there may be new limitations like masks and not being able to eat inside sometimes or whatever happens in Illinois. I don't know what happens. <laughs> Believe it or not, life is very similar. <laughs> you guys have a different time zone. It's over, whatever. Things are different. Whatever happens in Illinois. You know, right. it's, it's, it's our running joke that he, we don't know where he is, and he just kind of there's like a house in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. In, in Illinois, yeah, I don't, I don't usually tell. So you know where I'm, where I'm at yeah, right now. No one knows. I don't, tell, no, <laughs> I don't usually tell the viewers. It's just a running joke that I'm just somewhere in Illinois. <laughs> That's so funny. All they but, have to yeah. do is look me up on Facebook, but <laughs> immediately he's. I told you guys he's in the Matrix now, but. Um, <laughs> It's now nice to keep him, but um, yeah, man. I've, 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 I also learned uh, along this astrology thing, and I think you were kind of referencing it about these the changing of your signs through periods of your life mm -hmm. and how you kind of move closer to your true node. Um, can you like give me some info on that, or does, does anyone even know? I don't know. We've lost Midwest so, love. That's not, so we got some Midwest hey. love. That's yeah, both guests so, are actually from Midwest. Well, Co-host. Oh, guest. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, no, I'm, not, I'm not the guest. Right? Somebody guest. gave you some Midwest love. He's the guest now. All right, all right. Welcome to the podcast, kids. Uh, <laughs> the creator of the show is a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I think a guy just walked around one day. What happens? But um, um, answer the question. Yes. Um, you are moving into your, so your true note or your uh, north note rather is your. It's, so right now we're moving into Gemini, so or we're in Gemini, which again it rules the nervous system, which is fracking up or taking apart, separating the two between the mind and the body, uh, because the Mercury has two ruling really signs, which is Gemini and then also Virgo. Virgo, Virgo rules the the, the the actual physical part. Hey, hint, Caleb, right? Uh, but Gemini, so wherever your personal lunar node is your north node that's what you go into so once you hit that once the mold breaks from your parental mode and that saturian uh mm -hmm. saturn conjunct your natal chart that's when you, so when 40s typically when 40s comes that's when you're all holds bar no holds bar and you're this is who i am world um, right. Right. until you're kind of still figuring it out uh mm -hmm. but it also plays into your lunar your note, your moon. So when your moon is, because you're also your natal moon, I should say. Your natal moon rules your emotions and how vulnerable you are with yourself and the people that you choose to let in. And so yes, you are definitely moving into your uh, so your sun sign and your Pisces, uh, your ri uh, rising sign, my Pisces, uh, starts to fade away, and you're like, I'm more empowered because you're more into your body at that point. Hmm. Interesting. Very cool. So we're not adults till we're 40. Let's go. <laughs> the government screwed us up. Right. I mean, I, I guess I wanted to say um, <clears throat> for all those that are still out there, like, you know, just those still even like living in that parental mode or following under somebody's guidelines or physically being in their houses, like, you know, because most millennials do live with their parents, you know, so yeah. that's like a thing. So, and it's not wrong with that, but it's just like, it just shows how much development is actually happening around that time as well. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of our parents are probably adulting at tw in their thirties, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, Earlier, they started adulting 
in there, like their teens in there. Right. So they're, which is, the, is another reason why they're looking at us like, you're lazy, get out. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm still mature. Right. That's, that's how they got them out before. That's why they're like, my parents said I was lazy and I had to leave at 18. I realized I wasn't that lazy. 20 years later. <laughs> and now what are they doing? Being late telling, right, I mean, At one time. You can't call it, yeah, you can't call anyone from that generation lazy. They'll, they'll beat you up. It's so funny because the way we want to make money now, it's like, we're just going to do it for our phones. We're, we're just going to make a podcast and then we're just going to like be super chill about it. Yeah. Like, and my mother <laughs> is so anti-app, so anti-technology. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Some are anti-astrology. Yeah. <laughs> most, most are. Right. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, it's obviously become a very common thing on Instagram and a bunch of other stuff. So they have a CoStar app. Uh, I'm curious to see, like, what what are what are some of the materials? Because, you know, we are approaching the hour mark. So what are some of the materials you would have some people jump in on or maybe you can say some new projects that you're coming up with as well as oh, um, yes. where to, yeah. What's some new fun, cool stuff you're doing? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be about astrology. Um, um, yeah. So I'm doing this really cool uh, chakra activation course. Okay. And so that they can also find information about that on my website at serenitetime.com. That's time like the herb, T-H-Y-M-E. Um, and I'm also doing a detox program. So, a part of what I do to heal the mind and body is to detox the uh, to detox the physical body, and then I'm also doing mon mantra Mondays. So I'm taking I'm integrating like hip hop uh, and these very like R and B type of music to the mantras because mantras are oh. really cool. And there's it's, a lot of people don't have a few ways that so Western astrology gives you here, this is what's going to happen to you. Vedic astrology gives you a remedy to kind of balance out like, okay, say you have a weak descendant or, and you want to make it stronger. Um, you can make it stronger through like crystals, rubies, uh, mantras, which is all has a physical vibration. Uh, but so the mantra is like a, a free version. If you know, if you learn the mantra, you practice the mantra, it can also put your put yourself back into a balance, a mental, physical, emotional balance, so that you can be your authentic self, your best self, your happiest self through everything that you go through in this physical body that we have. That's so. so that's Monday's that's the uh, chakra activation course and the detox course. So, and you can find all that information on my website. That's awesome. Any particular hip hop songs or? Is it from yeah. any genre, any particular genre? Uh, so right now, I've recently allowed myself to, because when I was getting into this, I was just like, no music, like, especially hip-hop, rap, R&B, I was like, no, 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 no. So a particular song is Oshun. The group is called Oshun. Oh, yeah, they're dope, and, yeah. Dope. Right? And the song is called uh, Solar Plexus. So she talks about the vibrations, and uh, there's another one, blessing. Oh, and Outcast. I have to say Outcast because they are like uh, right. a Gemini and an Aquarius, and like when they do the Aquemini, I'm just like, I love them so much. Right. <laughs> All in particular, Liberation. I don't know what that is. The last oh, yeah. one. Liberation. Oh, that last? Yeah, I've never heard of them. 
Oh, uh, no, 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 no. It's, yeah, we it's definitely protect the Outcast song, Liberation. Oh, the song. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. The song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you meant another. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I don't know Liberation. Yeah. I know the term. I've never heard of Liberation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to check that song out. Shout out to Outcast. Shout out to all the soul people that have been doing some great stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Erica Badu That's and all the, yes. all the cool spiritual or um earth gang has been on that wave lately they're really cool too um yeah tons of names that i probably haven't said anything joey badass um yeah he's amazing super super cool people but yeah i um i definitely feel like there's definitely more to be said about astrology like it was a lot i mean we rushed through so much stuff you know i mean if there's any other last minute notes you want to keep talking about or something Definitely let me know. I think you said some very cool stuff about some upcoming um, transits that are kind of directly affecting all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Mercury going in direct, we know that communication is going to be at all time high right after the voting. I mean, everybody will know. I guess information will be at its all time high rather than anything else because Mercury rules communication, information, and all technology. And also, yeah, yeah, and it's also the sign of Scorpio. So people are going to be very authentic about their feelings. Um, but also, they, hopefully, they figured out or tested out um, what makes them comfortable and how much to say, how how little to say. But yeah, it's gonna be in Scorpio, so it's gonna yeah. Be- as far as that moon in Scorpio, I don't know if that is a thing. If that whole control thing, I'm not sure. I think it's gonna be very polar. I mean, that's my own thing. We've been realizing that over this past particular time period, you know, as Trump or whatever. That things have become very polar. Things are either very black, like people are very Trumpy, or very like whatever. I don't know yeah. if Biden has a particular party, but people are very liberal or Biden. Like, super, oh yeah, <laughs> Bideny. I did say that. I, uh, Joey would be weird. I don't know him personally, you know, but <laughs> Joey would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, save this, save this for next week. <laughs> yeah, but um, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but we'll save all that political stuff for later. But I just, you know, I, I look at it all as a whole, and I'm I'm very happy that people are taking time to take their chart out and not just say like I'm a Type A personality because if I hear that one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> We're all Type A personalities alone. That yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's okay. Like, it's a whole nother story. <laughs> There's so much psychological data that like. You know, like there's certain tests. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with the whole like, what type of person you are. Like, oh yeah, yeah, extrovert yeah. tests, and like those are pretty cool too. INFJ. Um, I'm an yeah. INFJ. Yeah. yeah. ENFJ. You're, you're ENFJ. ENF- yeah, ENF. Let me restart. Extrovert. ENFJ. <laughs> <laughs> right. All, all the letters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Okay. So. And then yeah. I also read charts too. So if anybody wanted to get their chart read by me, if you wanted to look at right. your digestion, your health, your mental health, I'm definitely the person for you. For sure. Do you do you have any like literature to to uh, to recommend people to read or anything? Um, literature? I, yeah. My, my you have a book. Okay. Favorite book. Uh, I'm writing my book. My book's not out yet. I'm writing it. Um, but my absolute favorite is super simple book. Is uh, it's a huge book. It's by Go- Gary uh, Golden Schlager, and it's a book of birthdays. It's very simple. It gives you your oh, element. The book of birthdays that came up yeah. last episode, bro. <laughs> the book of yeah, birthdays. Like, is really cool. right now, but yeah, remember uh, Caleb? Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I remember. Sorry, I was typing up the thing for the banner. I remember. I was like, what are you doing? You, like, usually, bro, 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 if I'm, I'm listening, but I'm also hard at work. Yeah, I just, I didn't know if you had registered. But he, yeah, we had, we had this come up before. So this is a common thing for this month. Definitely, this is our, our month book. I think it's a good way to start, you know. Um, it's a perfect way to start. Yeah. Uh, and getting to know yourself. That's dope. Because he has, like a, he has a series. So if you go through the series, you'll be great. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's so amazing. Cool. So I, I think there's a huge place for it, too, you know, just for all those other people that are working on it. You know, there's blog entries. There's all types of ways to start this whole process. And I think a lot of what I wanted to bring you on for was just to show that there's a lot of opportunity in it and how much you actually use it for yourself. You know, that's like the biggest thing. I need it for myself. Yeah. It's like, what's a doctor that doesn't take his own medicine, you know, Um, a Western, a Western physiologist. No, no. (laughs) call him out. (laughs) Call him out. AMA coming for you. Come, come, yeah, um, the, the symbol of Western medicine is the the doctors would ask you when your birthday is so that they could diagnose your remedy. No way. Yes. I so never knew that. I never knew that. I feel like that's yeah. great. I really feel like, I mean, sometimes I'll read people's charts and they're like, yeah, like this person's going to drink for the rest of their life. I'm like, Jesus. It's like, you got to figure something out. Like, you don't want that to just be like part of your thing. Like, yeah, this guy's going to have a beer attached to him for the rest of his days. Yeah, so you have to figure figure out what's going on with the liver and the kidneys and stuff like that. So yeah. that's awesome. Been, I don't know yeah. if you heard that, Kayla. They, they take your birthday. Well, at some point she was saying they take your birthday um, in order to help diagnose you. That was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if, I mean, if they go ahead. No, I know they used to do that for uh, for marriages too. Actually, they used to kind of give your whole chart yeah. and like everything, like your grandmother's birth chart, basically, to see <laughs> if you're a perfect candidate for them. Yeah, because it um, matters, especially when you go into Vedic astrology, because who you who you marry can once you sign that contract, it can shift the energy dramatically, financially, emotionally. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, everything was amazing before we got married, but now. <laughs> <laughs> signs, are signs are coming, right? Well, <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you being on the show today and you've shared with us so much knowledge. Um, definitely check out her, her website. Um, definitely, She's originally from Indiana, but from Chicago with love. And shout out to Illinois and New York and everyone else. We've got some Midwest people in the, the audience today, too. So we're and so happy. And Definitely thank you so t- much for having me on. Yeah, I really yeah. exciting. This was fun. And it was like so on point because that's exactly why I came to New York City. <laughs> Find your ID. <laughs> wow. That's so perfect. So I love that. I, yeah, that's, that's that's perfect. Yeah, we're here. We're here to find identities for sure and figure them out for ourselves. So we appreciate you sharing your story with us. For sure. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having yeah. me on. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much for for joining the show for this week and, and for coming on. And we'd love to have you again sometime to talk about everything and under the sun, honestly. Uh, it was a lot of fun. 
That's a good one. <laughs> I actually didn't try oh. that one. <laughs> that was real comedy, folks. Um, <laughs> the, thank you, though, for for coming on, uh, Luna. Seriously, it was it was a blast and. Honestly, I learned so much. I knew a lot, but I also learned a lot. And I, that's what I love about this show. And I, again, I'm going to go back to something that Tyreek touched on was this, this, you know, limitations type of thing. The, the sense of, of almost of a border almost is something that I am, you know, I was really able to kind of harness and, and, and learn a little bit throughout this hour, a little over our show. And so I, I'm really going to start to look at identity with that lens as well. And I, I've been able to do that where each week I'm able to look at a new lens of identity to prep me for the next show and, and to prep me for this new lens that I'm about to be introduced to. It's fascinating, really. And so thank you. Thank you for allowing to bring that into my life and for allowing me to to look at life differently yet again. Honestly, right. so so thank you for that, and and th again, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for all of our fabulous, wonderful listeners, viewers. Yes, um, for thank you for commenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we had lots of comments today. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Um, it was it's been a blast. We'll we'll catch you. I'll go ahead and do the the little sign off. Um, <laughs> we'll catch you <laughs> next week, um, for the Identity Podcast. And next week, very exciting show. It's our election episode october 28th titled vote featuring the nyc band thick very excited very excited about the show it's gonna be a fun one it's gonna be a crazy one it's uh joey you know he's back <laughs> joey's back <laughs> hey. it's gonna be hey it's gonna be something um but so vote not only should you vote, but you should also tune in to vote on October 28th. That's going to be a fun one. Um, but again, you've been watching, been listening to the Identity Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Find Your ID NYC, and you can like us there. You can follow us on Instagram by the same name, and you can also go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube page at the X Shows, and you can check out SerenityTime.com and. Instagram at Serenity Time. Once again, I'm your co-host Caleb with one of my my wonderful co-host Tyreek and our our lovely guest Luna Love uh, and Serenity Time. Uh, this amazing, amazing thing that you are doing. It's, it's just incredible. And so that's a lot of words I just said, but everyone, thank you all. And sure, you can sure, check out the sure. identity podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Watch any of the your other podcast show. apps. Go back, check them on Facebook for sure. Exactly. Yeah, check check them out on Facebook. What whatever is best suited for you um to, to learn and to listen. We we greatly appreciate all that you do. And so we'll catch you next week, every Wednesday from well at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh thanks everyone. You've been listening to the Identity Podcast. Have a good one. All right, peace. Bye. Peace.